the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas. And today, we have our guest, Rick Hood. Mr. Marquardt, how are you doing today? I'm well. I'm happy to be here and happy to talk to Rick Hood about Medicare it's great that we can be on the radio, especially since the show is sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm. And what are we going to be talking about today exactly? Well, first, I want to remind everybody what the mission of Talk Law Radio is. It's to help you discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. The State Bar of Texas is the state agency that governs our law license, and the State Bar wants attorneys like me to inform you about the law, but does not want us to attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of general information. Instead, contact an attorney like Marquardt Law Firm to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. Before we begin talking about Medicare, let's begin with prayer. Of course. Dear God, thank you for this day and for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us for our sins, our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or for failing to do your will. Please help those who are struggling to understand their Medicare benefits. And please help Christiana, Rick Hood, and me give good information to the listeners about Medicare today. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, Rick, it's great to see you today. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. So what are you going to share with us about Medicare today? Well, as as little or as much as you'd like to hear. <laughs> that's what I usually tell my clients. Well, fortunately, we are live today. So anyone that's tuning in and has the many questions about Medicare, it can be a confusing maze to go through. So contact the radio show today at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. I wanted to at least let them know some of the things that we're going to try and hit. Medicare is a huge area of information. Uh, We're going to talk to Rick Hood about his experience and who is eligible for Medicare. What are the different parts of Medicare? For example, Part A, Part B, Part D. And what are the gaps? And how to compare different plans what are the enrollment dates and what changes have already happened and what changes does do we expect in the future? Well, if you're tuning in, you better get a pen and paper. And again, the number is 
800-888-8867 or Rick Hood has provided his cell phone. If you cannot call now and want to reach him afterwards, you can dial 210-573-2833. Now, when did Medicare begin? I'm so glad you asked. Um, July 30th, 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Medicare Act, a health insurance program for elderly Americans. The Medicare program providing hospital and medical insurance for Americans age 65 and older was actually an amendment to the Social Security Act of 1935. Well, who was the first person to enroll in a Medicare then? That is so interesting. Uh, at the bill signing ceremony, which took place at the Truman Library in Independence, Missouri, former President Harry Truman was enrolled as Medicare's first beneficiary wow. and received the first Medicare card. But do you know why? Why? Well, because Truman had tried to do this already. And the American Medical Association blocked it or, or lobbied Congress to block it. And so President Johnson wanted to recognize Truman, who in 1945 had become the first president to propose national health insurance, an initiative that was opposed at the time by Congress. That's great. Truman was able to stay around long enough so that way he could be a participant in something he was fighting for. So then, Rick, why don't you share with us a little bit about yourself? How did you get involved into the Medicare business? Uh, well, I started in the insurance business in 1995, and uh, Medicare is what I started with, and that was uh, that was that's what I've been doing ever since. Uh, I help people uh, educate them on the different programs, what their choices are. In 1995, when I started, I was what they call a captive agent. Uh, now I'm an independent agent and have been for many, many years. Uh, independence gives me the ability to show clients what all of their choices are, whichever side of Medicare they choose to go, whether it's an Advantage plan or a Medicare supplement or some things in between. The choice is theirs. My job is just to educate them. What kind of licensing do you have to have? Uh, a Group 1 uh, license with the uh, Texas Department of Insurance. And uh, also certifications you have to go through every year for the Medicare Advantage side. Uh, with uh, You have to have a American Health Insurance Program. It's a, a AHIP certification. And then you have to be credentialed with each company. You have to pass the test with each company each year. That sounds complicated. Uh, it's somewhat <laughs> complicated, yeah. If you want to be, uh, if you want to offer all the options out there, there's a lot of work to it, and uh, but it's worth it for the good of the client in the long I'm run. I'm so glad you said that because I just wanted to ask, why this area of insurance? Uh, why Medicare in why, particular? Why do you like it? Well, I like it because it's such a transition point for individuals. When they're turning 65, they're looking at retirement. There's many other things that uh, to talk to them about as well, in addition to Medicare, in terms of planning. As I also do long-term care insurance, uh, fixed annuities, that sort of thing. But Medicare is just a great time uh, to talk to clients because... Uh, you get to know them, and you and you get to educate them about all their choices on the on the Medicare. And uh, most it, people probably don't know all the choices that they actually have. They just think Medicare, sign me up. I'm 65, right? Right. A lot of people would like for it to be that simple. <laughs> it just doesn't work out that way. Um, but I try to make it as simple as possible. By uh, I'll generally have a couple of meetings with the clients, uh, two or three. And uh, and over that uh, over that time period, educate them and give them what all their choices are. Well, it's great to hear that you're going to be available for meetings. If anyone has a question now that they want to call into the radio station, we are live today and available by dialing two one zero three zero eight 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 six seven. And Rick's cell phone is two one zero five seven three. 2833 to call and try and set up a meeting with him. I wanted to remind our listeners what we talked about last week and 
What ha- what can they do if they missed our episode last week? Well, fortunately, we have our podcast uploaded every week on TalkLawRadio.com. It's as simple as it sounds, TalkLawRadio.com, Well, you'll be able to find a listing of all of our episodes. Like last week, we spoke with Herb Nordmeyer, his own self-publishing author, where we reviewed Failing My Way to Success. And I'm sure that a lot of people can relate about failing in their process with Medicare, right, Rick? Absolutely. <laughs> there's a lot of pitfalls, a lot of uh, a lot of gaps, if you will, in there, and that's uh, you know that is another reason. That's one of the main reasons, Todd, to answer your previous question, why I got into it. Because anytime where I see a situation where clients are going to need help, uh, I feel like if I can educate myself on it and guide them through that minefield, then that's the way. That, right. That's what I want to do. Good. I want to be their consultant. Well, we're going to have a lot more information to cover. We still need to learn about what the different coverages are available with the Medicare. There's, what, the alphabet in there, the H- right? The A's, B's, C's, and D's. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So we're going to cover more about what is Medicare, what is available, and how you can prepare for your retirement. So stay tuned for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas. We'll be listening to more from Rick Hood when you dial in at 2 210-308-8867. Remember to call us. veteran or spouse at least 65 do not apply for VA benefits until you learn about new regulations passed in 2018. Attorney Todd Marquardt is accredited to appeal denied benefit claims. The Marquardt Law Firm is hosting a free VA regulation and aid seminar October 24th at Northwood Presbyterian Church, 518 Pike Road in San Antonio, hosted by Attorney Brittany Lastition. Learn about these changes and how to better qualify for a non-service connected veterans pension. Register by calling 210-530-4278 MarquardtLawFirm.com. You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place, and Marquardt Law Firm can help you do just that. They can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. And welcome back to Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, and we're here today live with our guest, Rick Hood, helping us understand more about Medicare. So, Rick, what are the coverages available with Medicare? Why is it divvied up into the alphabet system? Uh, as to why they started it that way, I couldn't honestly answer you, but I know that original Medicare started, as Todd indicated, back uh, under President Johnson in 1965, and uh, Part A and Part B were the original, are still the original Medicare. Part A is your hospitalization, and Part B is your medical coverage. And later on, they came around with Part C, which are the Advantage plans. In the 90s, they came, they came out. And then in the early 2000s, Part D, the prescription drug plans. So they, why they chose the alphabet, I'm not sure. But uh, it does make it more confusing because there are also supplement plans that use the alphabet as well. So you've got a Part A and a Part B, and a Part C, and a Part D. You also have a Plan A, a Plan B, a Plan C, and a Plan D. Yeah. wow. (laughs) So it's almost as if it was designed to be confusing, but I don't think that was the intention. It just happened that way. Who is eligible for Medicare? Anyone 65 or over. Individuals, when they turn 65, become eligible for Medicare. Actually, three months before the month of and the month after their guarantee issue period. I was just going to ask that. When do they sign up? Yeah, three months before turning 65, the month of your birthday when you turn 65, and then three months after. And if they don't, 
there could be some kind of penalty, right? Exactly. They can incur penalties if they don't, and you definitely want to do that, or have creditable coverage outside of Medicare. If they're on a group plan or something of that nature, they don't necessarily have to sign up, but they do need to be thinking about it to make sure that they don't miss that window of opportunity. Wait, so you don't actually get automatically enrolled into Medicare? Absolutely not, no. Well, in some cases you do, but in some cases, many cases you don't. So an individual that's receiving social Security at age 65, they'll receive their Medicare card in the mail automatically. If they chose to take it early or something like that. If they chose to take it early before full retirement age, correct. Then their Medicare card, Part A and Part B Medicare, comes in the mail. It's what they call a passive enrollment. And so they receive that card, and as long as they tear the card out, put it in their wallet, they're enrolled. If they sign the back of the form and send it back, if they are on a group plan or something of that nature and receiving Social Security, which is unusual, but if they are, then they send it back and that would uh, delay their enrollment for a later date. Okay. So you have to actively enroll into Medicare. Are there requirements? (laughs) Are there requirements of who exactly? um, You have to be a U.S. citizen, right? You have to be a U.S. citizen. You have to have been here for at least five years. Uh, Your Medicare Part A comes to you uh, premium free. There is no cost for Part A. Even for Bill Gates? Even for Bill Gates. He has to pay a little extra, I'm sure, though. There is an additional premium. (laughs) Okay. But, uh, yes, but you do, uh, if you have not worked, however, for 40 quarters, which is 10 years of your life, and paid into the system, then there is a cost for Part A. Okay. So then it's not as free for everyone as they think it is. Correct. Medicare is not free uh, if you have not paid into the system. You pay into the system for 10 years, you get your Part A, premium free. Okay, so what are some of the services that you can you get with when you use uh, Medicare Part A? So Part A is the hospitalization, and uh, the you it covers your hospital plan. There is a, a, a deductible, it's a benefit period, and a deductible... Uh, covers you for the first 60 days in the hospital. Uh, $1,364 is the current uh, Part A deductible. Well, I wouldn't want to be in the hospital for 60 days. Well, nobody does. <laughs> nobody does. Uh, but if you were unfortunate enough to be in the hospital for 60 days or in the hospital even for a day and then not receive services, not go back to the hospital for 61 days or more, then you would have to pay that deductible again when you entered the po- a hospital within the same year. Okay. So it's not an annual deductual, deductible, it's per benefit period. Oh. So you could get hit with that multiple multiple times within a year if mm-hmm. you were really unfortunate. How about Part B? What is that all about? Part B covers your medical insurance. That's your doctor visits. Um, and that has only a $185 per year annual deductible. It operates very much like many group plans, like an 80-20 plan. So, what does that mean? Uh, so 80% of it, uh, after you satisfy your Part B deductible, the $185, 80% of Medicare-approved charges are covered by Medicare. Then 20% is yours. If you don't okay. have any type of additional coverage, you have to cover that additional 20%, which is not too bad because we're used to that or used to be used to it on typical group plans. They operate that way. The difference is that group plans have what's called a maximum out-of-pocket or a MOOP. So the maximum out-of-pocket caps their risk exposure. With original Medicare Part B, there is no cap. So that 20%, if you go into a hospital or you see multiple doctors or have physical therapy, anything like that, you're going to have ongoing charges, costs of 20% with no cap in any given year. And that's the main reason that individuals look at additional coverage, Medigap coverage or Medicare Advantage plans, to put a cap on that risk their exposure. If you're tuning in right now, you are not listening to the wrong station. This is Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. We're interviewing Rick Hood and having him help us understand what is Medicare and what are the gaps and myths. If you have any questions for Rick Hood, you can call in right now and dial 210-308-8867 or contact Rick after the show. He provided his cell phone at 210 210- Five seven three two eight three three. That's two one zero five seven three two eight three three.
Okay, well, we covered some of those myths already. And uh, Rick Hood just brought up the gaps that can happen uh, when you're trying to get services through Medicare, Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. And so what do you, is there something that people can do to save money when they run into that 20% copayment over and over again? Absolutely. Uh, that's the main reason that individuals, <clears throat> excuse me, look, uh, that's indi- that individuals look into supplemental insurance or Medicare Advantage plans. And those are two different sides of the fence, as I describe it. Uh, the supplemental plans have been around for a long time. They were standardized back in the 90s. And those are 10 plans that were laid out by the government that all insurance companies uh, that offer supplements have to abide by those plans. They don't have to offer all of the plans, but they have okay, to. Okay, slow down, Rick. I know that there's these supplements out there, but is this something that somebody signs up for at the Social Security office? No. They sign up for their Part A and their Part B at the Social Security office or do that online. But the supplement plans, you need to contact a company or contact an individual agent like myself. And Rick is available at 210-573-2833. Or do you have an office somewhere, Rick? Yeah, absolutely. We have a new store. I work with the Affordable Health Insurance Agency, and we just opened a new location in the Allon HEB at 8503 Northwest Military Drive, right at the intersection of Wurzbach Parkway and Northwest Military. And we're there seven days a week from 10 to 7. You can get your groceries and your supplement at the same time. Absolutely. (laughs) And many different types of insurance as well. Okay, so you were talking about the supplements. That's one kind of uh, insurance that that you can buy that helps out with copayments uh, with traditional Medicare. What was the other thing? Medicare Advantage plans. So the Medicare Advantage plans uh, came out in the 1990s and grew with a lot of popularity because they were originally HMO plans only. Now there are PPOs as well. But there are uh, the, the Advantage plans provide the benefit of lower cost on a monthly basis for the premium, low or no cost monthly premium. Okay. And they give you a cap. They all have a maximum out of pocket. So you're going to cap that ultimate risk exposure. But when you go to the doctor, you'll have copays, you'll have deductibles, you'll have uh, out of pocket costs still. But the Advantage plans also give you additional benefits uh, that original Medicare doesn't provide, like Like for dental and vision and hearing. Some of them have gym memberships, that sort of thing. There there are a lot of good uh, advantages to the Advantage plan. So the Advantage plan, is that something that you sign up with at the Social Security office? No. Again, you do that. You can do that online at Medicare.gov, but I wouldn't recommend it. It's always good to talk to an independent agent. Uh, the, the benefit to talking to the agent is they can help educate you on the plans. They can be uh, you've got somebody to see eye to eye with and talk to and be and hold accountable to some extent, and it doesn't cost you any extra to have an agent. We're all compensated by the companies that we deal with, and uh, that's how we we do, I don't charge a fee for uh, any of my services. That's completely free of charge. I get compensated with all the companies that I deal with, and I'm licensed with over fifty companies. So far, I'm hearing that there's traditional Medicare. There are uh, supplements to Medicare, and then there are Advantage plans for Medicare. How does a person go about deciding which one is going to help them the most? Well, if you sit down with an independent agent and you have the discussion and get the education and decide what's best for your particular situation. Because some people don't want to pay an ongoing monthly premium. They just don't feel that they should have to do that. And if that's the case, then maybe an Advantage plan might be for them. Other people want extremely comprehensive coverage. When they go to the doctor, they want to know that they're not going to have to pay for anything or maybe just have that $185 annual deductible that they've got to worry about. Everything else is taken care of. In that case, you would look at a supplement plan. It's much more comprehensive. This is so confusing. (laughs) Well, it can be a maze, Todd, but fortunately with Rick here to help us understand what 
exactly comes into play when you probably need it. I mean, part A, that seems pretty simple. It's plan A for your last resort decision for a hospital. And we want to get as simple as plan D, that's prescription drugs. Well, let's talk about that now. Plan D, what's that? Um, okay, Part D. So part let's D. not get part confused, D. even <laughs> though they make it that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't say plan uh, when you mean part, and don't say part when you mean plan. Exactly. Uh, so Part D is the prescription drug plan. Part C is the advantage plans that we were just talking about. And most of those are what we call MAPD plans here in San Antonio. So that's Medicare Advantage prescription drug. They actually include the Part C and the Part D. You've got your medical benefits together with your prescription mm-hmm. drug plan. So the Part D by itself is independent. That's something that if you do get a supplement, uh, or if you don't, if you just have original Medicare, you still would want to get Part D. You're not required to, but there is a penalty later if you sign up and you haven't done it. When and you that's what uh, President George W. Bush started. You're exactly right. Yes, back in 2003. And so yep. when you sign up for Part D... What benefit do you get? Uh, Prescription drug benefits, uh, there are four levels to the prescription drug benefits. Uh, There's the deductible, the initial coverage level, the coverage gap, which is called the donut hole, and then the catastrophic level. What are we going to talk about after the break? Well, I think we still need to go over some other myths that people have heard about Medicare. I'm certainly wondering how much longer is this going to be available for? But if you still have any questions, we are available live at 210-308-8867 or contact Rick after the show by dialing 210-573-2833 to set up a meeting with him. But stay tuned because we will come back with Talk Law Radio with Todd Marcourt. Don't change that dial. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. And welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, and we are interviewing Rick Hood about Medicare today. I'd like to tell you guys about three retirees, each with a hearing loss. Oh? They were playing golf uh, one fine March day, and one remarked to the other, Wendy, isn't it? No, the second man replied, it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> And the third man chimed in, so am I. Let's have a beer. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So we were just talking about Medicare Part D, and Rick was telling us uh, what comes with that and what to expect. Uh, And then Christiana said something about the donut hole. I love donuts. But most people with Medicare Part D probably don't. Exactly. You don't want to be in the donut hole. That's where you. That's the place not to be. The good news is in 2020, the donut hole is not going away, but it's being filled in. So the clients will no longer have to deal with their rates, uh, their their cost of their drugs escalating while they're in the donut hole of the coverage gap. It's going to be 25% across the board that they're responsible for, 25% of the cost of the drug, 75% of the cost the plan pays once they're past, uh, once they're into their initial, uh, past their initial coverage level and into the, the still the coverage gap. So it sounds like the donut hole isn't just in, in the center. They're going to have Uh, a missing part of the payment that they have to cover the whole time. Exactly. Part D prescription drug plan is is definitely a work in progress. If there's a part of 
uh, Medicare that I have clients that struggle with no matter what we do. Part D is usually the one. It's, the cost it's, of the prescription. The cost of the prescription drugs. And there's always a cost to it. There isn't a plan out there that pays 100% of the cost of all the prescription drugs like there is with the on the Medicare, Medicare with the Medigap side. Medigap doesn't cover prescription drugs. Okay. I was thinking that um, there, there was a formulary or some kind of strategy that people used depending on what type of drugs they were taking. Absolutely. Well, the thing to do this time of year between October 15th and December 7th of each year is to shop the plans and look at what the companies are offering. And you can do this by setting up an account at Medicare.gov and they'll, and they'll filter the uh, put in your information, your prescription drug information, and they'll filter the plans. Uh, we have a tool that we use for that as well. Uh, Medicare.gov was the tool that we used until just recently. Now they don't. They've made some changes just a few days ago, and um, so I'm not exactly sure how all of that's going to work. But we're not there yet. Uh, October 15th is the is the deadline. But one way or another, there will we'll have tools to be able to sort the plans to make sure the client gets the best price based on their pre- prescription drugs and the formularies with the different companies. So you brought up this. Uh, question of uh, uh, something that happens between October and November. Is that some type of enrollment period? Yes, it's the annual election period, uh, October 15th through December 7th of every year. And individuals that are on Medicare Advantage plans can change their plans at that time. Uh, they can switch to any company that they want to as long as they don't have in stage renal disease. And the uh, prescription drug Part D prescription drug plan. So the clients that are on Medicare supplements that also have a separate drug plan can also switch their coverage between October 15th and December 7th each year. So it looks like we have a caller with us that has some questions for you, Rick. Okay, great. And we are going to be speaking with Rich. Rich, thank you for joining us live on Talk Law Radio. How are you doing this morning? Hi, I'm fine. Good morning. Thank you for uh, taking the call. You're on the air. Uh, I've been uh, listening. I haven't been listening very long, but let me ask you a question about uh, Medicare supplements. Uh, yes, sir. I know. I know someone who has a heart condition who's on Social Security disability and is on Medicare and is having difficulty finding a supplement. Every everyone he calls, uh, they tell him he doesn't off. They don't offer any supplements for people under. 65 with heart conditions. Do you have any any plans, any supplemental plans for Medicare for someone like that? Uh, plan A, uh, many companies will offer Plan A supplement for disabled individuals uh, under age 65, but the premiums are very high. You may want to... Lower the bills. Yeah, <laughs> the yes, bills sir. Too. Yes, you may want to stop by the AHIA store... Right. Where is that again? Absolutely. Uh, 8503 Northwest Military Highway. We're inside the HEB, just right up front, uh, next to the uh, right in front of the self-checkout lanes. And we're there 10 to 7, seven days a week. So uh, be happy to talk with you. That's in the Alon market, right? Yes, sir. I'd be happy to talk with you specifics. I guess that may be the best bet. And you said seven days a week from 10 to? To 7. Okay. That sounds like a good deal. We'll Thank you. Soon. Thank you, Rich. Thanks. I look forward to it. God bless. Okay, so where were we talking about the uh, Part D donut? To that part of the part of your pizza is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it as a jelly-filled donut, maybe. Uh, the hole has been filled in. I okay. don't know. Uh, it's it basically it just uh, the coverage uh, from the initial coverage level through the coverage gap now is going to be twenty-five percent. Uh, that the client has to pay. Can we go back to some of the differences between the Medigap plans, the supplements, and the Advantage plans? Absolutely. Uh, I like to describe it as the the Medicare Advantage plans are, generally speaking, uh, less expensive on a monthly basis, but also somewhat less comprehensive, whereas the Medicare supplement plans are more expensive monthly because you've got a monthly premium that you pay but they're much more comprehensive they're going to give you they're going to fill in the gaps as the as the name indicates medigap insurance i have some clients rick that live in a winnebago 
They drive all over the United States, and they might have a health incident outside their network or whatever. Um, what parts or, or what plans would uh, somebody who travels a lot want to look into? Generally speaking, the Medicare supplement plans traditionally have been the better plan for that because there's no network. The only question that a client has to ask if they've got original Medicare Part A and B and a supplement, all they have to ask is to a doctor is, do you take Medicare? And if they take Medicare, then they're going to accept their coverage anywhere in the United States. A lot of the Medicare Advantage plans are expanding their networks and even going to national networks now, and particularly this next year. So... It's going to become more common, I would think, that people that travel could get a Medicare Advantage plan uh, and and have access to networks away from home, particularly if they have two homes and they're if they're just you know here part of the time and six months out of the year they're someplace else. Then the Medicare Advantage is becoming a viable option more and more. But traditionally, in the past, it's been more that's a supplement type of a client. When I was going to New Mexico State University in Las Cruces, New Mexico, my neighbor across the street had a house in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. and he had a house in Las Cruces. Snowbirds. Right. Mm -hmm. And so somebody like that might want to have... Uh, coverage in both areas. Right. So what we would do, I would start by showing him the options. I'd start by finding out who his doctors were, assuming he wanted to share that information, tell me who his doctors were, and we'd look at the plan that allows him to keep his doctors uh, in both places. And if the plan has a national type of a network, uh, a lot of them have uh, have that now, like I said, are going to that, or some of them will allow you to switch and notify them when you're six months in your other area, then you can tell them where you're, that you're going to okay. be there for six months and come back. So the Advantage plan is still an option there, but if they don't want to mess with that, uh, the easy answer, if they don't mind a monthly premium, a lot of times people that travel that much, they've got a little bit of extra money and they like to have more comprehensive coverage. The supplement plan is going to be the easy uh, the easy fix. Sounds like you have to do a lot of research if you're going to contact physicians and Yes, I do. Uh, and I, I do that research for the clients. Uh, I do it all up front uh, on the prescription drugs as well if they want to share that information with me. Um, but uh, to me, that's the investment that I like to make in the relationship with the client. I'm happy to do that. I always ask them to verify it on the back end. I, I have them call their doctor and verify what I've found to make sure that I didn't make a mistake or mm-hmm. the do- or the doctor changes. Oftentimes the doctors change plans, and then I don't want that to come back on me. So in almost these 25 years of working with Medicaid, Rick, and all this information that you're just shooting out, have you gotten any sleep? (laughs) Not a lot. Not lately, actually. This time of year, uh, independent agents like myself don't. I was just talking to some yesterday, and I think we're all in the same boat. Uh, It's just uh, very hectic this time of the year. But everybody should be reviewing their plan, even if they like it, because like you said about the Advantage plan, some of them are changing and having national networks and so even if you have what you like maybe something would be better yeah absolutely the formularies change the plans change everything is a moving part now the supplement clients don't have to worry about that each year so much unless they want to look at it they can always switch to an advantage plan but the but uh but yeah we do we do like i do like to sit down with my clients or talk to them at least on the phone every year and look at the new plan make sure they're on the best thing for them medicare advantage or part d After the break, can we start talking about the alphabet plans, the A, B, C, D, F, G, K, L, M, and N? Absolutely. Well, we look forward to getting more into this. So this is Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. Stay tuned as we listen to more from Rick Hood. And if you have any questions, we are still taking calls at 210-308-8867. Remember to call us. If 
you are a veteran or spouse at least 65, do not apply for VA benefits until you learn about new regulations passed in 2018. Attorney Todd Marquardt is accredited to appeal denied benefit claims. The Marquardt Law Firm is hosting a free VA regulation and aid seminar October 24th at Northwood Presbyterian Church, 518 Pike Road in San Antonio. Hosted by Attorney Brittany Lastition. Learn about these changes and how to better qualify for non-service-connected veterans' pension. Register by calling 210-530-4278, markwardlawfirm.com. You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place, and Marquardt Law Firm can help you do just that. It can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, and we're still here live with Rick Hood to learn about Medicare. I wanted to tell another story about an elderly Floridian who called 911 on her cell phone to report that her car had been broken into. Oh, goodness. She was hysterical as she explained her situation to the dispatcher. She said, they've stolen the stereo, the steering wheel, the brake pedal, and even the accelerator. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The dispatcher said, stay calm. An officer is on the way. A few minutes later, the officer arrived and announced into the radio, disregard. She got in the back seat by mistake. (laughs) (laughs) So we were talking about uh, the differences between uh, Medigap plans and Advantage plans, and we talked about travel. Um, With the supplements, there's all these other letters. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we're not Part A, Part B, Part C, and Part D. You have that separately. That's through the government. But your Plan A, B, C, D, all the way up through N, there are 10 plans that the government laid out back in the 90s. And those plans are all standardized with all the companies. So whichever company uh, an individual chooses, they're going to offer the exact same coverage as another company. The only difference is the premium. And so it, it helps people to be able to shop them a little bit more. I generally narrow it down even further. For most individuals, the more common plans are the Plan G and the Plan F. The Plan F has been the Cadillac plan forever, uh, ever since I've been selling them okay that sounds nice yeah it's, it's good except it's going away uh it's going away in january of 2020 for Goodness. individuals only for individuals that are not already eligible for medicare so anybody that's out there that has a plan f uh, they they can keep their plan f uh even if they don't have a plan f they could still purchase a plan f after january of 2020 but New individuals aging into Medicare will no longer be able to acquire a Plan F or a Plan C uh, after January. What's the Plan C? The Plan C is is similar to the Plan F. Uh, The the big thing is the the Plan C doesn't cover the uh, Part B excess charges. Uh, plan uh, the the thing that the government was trying to do here is they want everybody to have some skin in the game and apparently there were people that were somewhat abusing the system with the plan f the cadillac plan Mm -hmm. they could go to the doctor every time they get a hangnail and not have to pay anything for it and a lot of times maybe they would figuring hey i'm paying for it anyway i'm paying this big monthly premium i'm going to go to the doctor and, and so what's yeah. going to be the Cadillac for me? For you, for me, I think the Plan G is the way to go because it covers everything that the Plan F didn't except for that $185 annual deductible. So wow. that's what the government wanted. They wanted somebody to pay that first $185. So you'll think twice about going to the doctor for something minor if you don't really need to go. $185 a year or yes. $185 every time I go to the doctor? A year, a year. So it's it's... 
Just a nominal amount. Nominal amount, exactly. And it's not like the Part A deductible, the 1,364, that has a benefit period of 60 days multiple times throughout the year. It's an annual deductible on the Part B, the 185. So the Plan G is is still a Cadillac. It just it doesn't have. Okay. Christiana, if somebody had a question about all these plans right now, could they call us? Well, they can call into the radio station at 210-308-8867. But Rick is going to be available throughout the week at your store, like you said, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And his phone number is 210-573-2833. Or if you need to send him an email, he has Rick at tritexia.com. That's T-R-I-T-E-X-I-A.com. Okay, so all these letters. uh, Have you ever had a a prospective client who told you what their experience was like online? And, And what did they say after you got done explaining everything? Is this something people should do themselves or is it beneficial to talk to a live person? I always encourage everybody to talk to a live person. Talk to an agent because, like I said, it doesn't cost you anything. We don't work for the government. We're not, you know, we don't work for CMS or the government or any other entity like that. We're independent agents, and we're compensated by the companies that we deal with. But an independent agent is going to give you all the facts and give you the information, allow you to do your own research. It's a lot easier to do your own research once you've met with an agent. A lot of clients like to do it before they come in, and that's fine, too. Uh, I want them to be as informed as possible on their choices. The more, more information is better as far as I'm concerned. So I'd like for them to have as, as much information as possible, and that's my job is to educate them. So whether they go online before or after, they're welcome to do that, but we can simplify it uh, by sh- pointing them in the right direction and showing them where to go online and what to do uh, when, when they start their research. So we had a question earlier from a listener who was asking about a a low-income situation. How else can uh, Medicare be affected by uh, low-income individuals? So low-income individuals can have, uh, they have additional benefits, uh, and and in many cases, higher-income individuals will have to pay additional costs for their Medicare as well to help, I guess that helps balance out and fund some of the lower individuals, but lower-income individuals. Uh, but Medicare and Medicaid, or individuals that are dual-eligible, eligible or QMB can get additional benefits from the government and from the Medicare Advantage plans as well. Well, it appears that we have one last caller before we finish today, and we have Rick calling in for Rick. (laughs) That could get confusing. Rick, you are live on the air for Talk Law Radio. Thank you for joining us. Are you here? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, and this could get confusing. Uh, Rick, I am uh, 68. I recently retired. I had private insurance through age 66, so I'm about, oh, 18 months into Medicare. And I have uh, traditional Medicare with a supplement. And as you have suggested and what you said, it's very comprehensive and pays for just about anything. Um, I have talked to some friends that have Medicare Advantage, and they seem to like it. Um, and in particular, they, you know, doing a little bit of comparison. We haven't looked at the numbers really closely, but it seems that their their prescription costs are considerably less or somewhat less than my Part D plan. I have high blood pressure and cholesterol, and take um, three three medications. All of them are generic, but my Part D. When you figure the uh, monthly premium, the deductible, and then um, uh, the the um, actual cost for the drugs is running me about twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars a year, and that seems a lot. That seems like a lot. It's considerably more than what I had with uh, with private pay insurance. So I'm considering I'm going to take a serious look at uh, Medicare Advantage, but. My question is this. Um, actually, I have a couple questions. One is, 
in general are the prescription drug costs in a Medicare Advantage plan less than in traditional Medicare with Part D. Uh, and two, if you go to Medicare Advantage and you want to come back to traditional Medicare with a supplement, are there any disadvantages? Are there any gotchas that that you could face coming back? For example, let's say I get cancer next year. Uh, would I be uninsurable and would my supplement plan potentially balloon up? Uh, those kinds of things. Sorry for the long-winded question. No, good good questions, Rick. Um, let me answer that last one first. The Medicare supplement plan is not going to balloon up on you. Uh, rates are all, are never based on your individual coverage. So if you keep your supplement plan, uh, you're going to be in you're going to be fine in terms of uh, premium increases. Now they may go up on everybody in the area, but they won't go up on you specifically for that. Uh, as far as the cost of the prescription drug plan, you may find a Medicare Advantage plan that would give you lower cost on your on your prescriptions. It depends on the formulary uh, that the plans use and uh, whether you go with an HMO or a PPO, really just how much freedom of choice you want to choose your doctors. You know, Now you have complete freedom, um, but you're paying for that. And, and I understand that. You may want to shop for just a separate uh, prescription. Well, you'll definitely want to shop for just a, pre- a separate prescription drug plan uh, with the new formularies that are in place for 2020 and see if there's one there that will cover, uh, cover you at a lower rate for your particular drugs. And, okay. Uh, uh, is there any disadvantage or any gotchas if I want to yeah. come back to a traditional Medicare after going with a Medicare Advantage plan? Um, Good question. Uh, you yeah. know, can you transition back easily? A very good question, and um, the answer is it depends. You, if you, uh, if you are on the Advantage plan for less than a year and want to transition back, you can. But uh, you have to do that around open enrollment periods, and and uh, it, it's it's sort of a little bit of a maze or a minefield that you've got to deal with there. Uh, I'd be happy to sit down with you and show you all of the options, Medicare Advantage Plus versus staying where you're at right now, uh, sure. if you would like to. Um, and, you know, I, I, it sounds like you may, we may be able to, hopefully we could find some, you said your uh, medications were all generic. Uh, I would hope that we could find something, just a plan D prescription drug plan that would cost you less money. Actually, one of them is a patent medication still, but it's only like a level two. Okay, okay. Uh, Sorry to cut you off, but we've got to uh, move on. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for the call. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good question. Appreciate it. You bet. So as we wrap up our show today, Rick, uh, I always ask our guests about their legacy. Uh, Of course, you know at Marquardt Law Firm we do wills and trusts and estate planning. Uh, For example, my legacy for Thomas would be my baseball card collection. For Caitlin, it's my books. What's a legacy that you're going to leave someone in your life? Wow, that's a good question, Todd. Really, um, my business, I guess, is my legacy. That's something that I hope to leave to uh, to my son, Preston, and my wife, Teresa. But um, more importantly, even than that, is uh, the life insurance policies that I have in force. Uh, that, that is what... Um, very important. Very important. I've seen that be such a crucial thing over the years with many of my clients. Uh, whether they had it and and you were able to utilize it or didn't have it and and needed it. Um, well, it was you. great to have you with us today, Rick. And tune in next week as we get to interview Congressman Dustin Burroughs over the phone and learn about a proposed constitutional amendment. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.